Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Monday's True Crime Podcast. Uh, this is the first time I've actually managed to upload on a Monday, so it's just one of those days. This episode is uh, about a girl who went missing near my hometown in Revelstoke, British Columbia, September 5th, 1998. This young woman is Brianne Ruth Wolgram. Brianne Wolgram was a soft-spoken, sweet young woman. Many viewed her as shy or timid. Those who were lucky enough to get to know her would say she was outgoing, fun, and absolutely hilarious. Brianna led an active lifestyle, playing sports through high school and working out at the gym. She occasionally consumed alcohol at parties, but didn't smoke any cigarettes or do drugs. Brianne had dreams of going to college, traveling, getting married, and having children. Though she was not romantically linked to any particular boy. Brianne did have crushes, though. Not long before she disappeared, Brianne had purchased a black Acura Integra with gold-colored rims. That was her pride and joy. It was in pristine condition, and she made sure to take good care of it. That last summer was filled with slurpees, rocky beaches, and loud blaring of Beastie Boys from her new car. The summer of 1998 came to a tragic end when our dear friend was taken from us on September 5th. On September 5th. Brianne disappeared that evening without a trace. To this day, friends and family still don't know what happened to Brianna, which was odd to me because in Revelstoke, everyone knows everyone. Someone out there knew something about her disappearance. Chose to talk about this case to get people remembering again whether it makes you sad or mad, but Brianne's family deserves closure. Everyone does. Five days after Brianne disappeared, a car was found south of Revelstoke on an old logging road in the Acolex area. Sorry if I mispronounced that. The car was a 1989 Acura Integra, the same car Brian had bought. It wasn't long before someone realized that it was Brian's car. The passenger door was open ajar along with the window. There was 200 in cash on the seat which Brian had got from a check that she had recently cashed out. Nothing from, a car was mi- from her car was missing, which ruled out a robbery, I suppose. A pack of Colts, cigarellos disgusting. An empty Budweiser can. Uh, Which was weird. I don't know if they had DNA fingerprints on these cans or items. Maybe the cigarette. I'm just, they just seemed to disappeared because Brian didn't smoke. Anyways. Now, I know that at the time, they probably didn't have the right stuff to do any DNA testing, but now it's 2019, 20 years later, and we still don't have anything to go off of. The police questioned a witness, and this witness was hypnotized to try and remember the three girls Brand was last seen with. Two sketches were made, but didn't have enough details for the third sketch. How often is hypnotism used for stuff like this, and how reliable are these sketches?
Police asked a 7-Eleven employee if there was a security tape. But when they asked for the tape, the 7-Eleven employee said that the camera was off or the tape was taken. It's one of the two. The employee said that it was odd. Then the dogs were brought out by the RCMP. Even volunteer grid searches took place, but no sign of Brian. At one point, MCSC divers searched behind the dam, but nothing was found. The police did do a fingerprint search in and on the car, but were not able to lift any prints due to how dusty the car was, which made it nearly impossible. A hunter came forward and told the police that there was apparently a girl in the area that had said to the hunter that she had a fight with her boyfriend. This happened on Sunday, Sunday September 6, 1998. Now, I don't know if this girl was identified, but if she hasn't, then she might know something, obviously. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think personally that she had anything to do with it, but just maybe. Now, if I was in a position to talk with the police about it, I'd bring up whether or not they actually still had any of the evidence that they recovered from the car. But, uh, I kind of, yeah. Seatbelt buckles should be checked if not already. I mean, who am I to say? Tell you what to do. I've seen crazier things we solved. I do believe that the police at the time did all they could. But it's been 20 years and we're still left in the dark. I really hope I can see this be solved in my lifetime. Nobody should have to go through the pain brands, parents, and friends had to go through. Thank you for sticking around and stay tuned for more. If you have any requests, please message me at truecrimetime02 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.